righty, welcome to the Not So Real Estate Podcast. We're on episode number six. Number six. Yes, I'm Reese, and this is Lewis, and we have Kalina back Ooh. for a second week in a row, and hey, we yeah. have our newest podcast person guest. Elise. Elise. That's how you say it. Not That's El- how you not say it now. Elise. Yes. Not Elise. Elise. No, I found out. Cool. Well, Elise, why don't you tell us who you are? Tell us a little bit about yourself. So I know all you guys through real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in real estate with Blake eight years ago and thought he was such a great guy. We did a lot of goal setting things together and just super positive and I went with a different company after a while and lost touch. And then when COVID hit, I reached out to him and we ended up working together. And that was three years ago. Nice. It's been great. Very cool. Cool. So Elise, what is it that you, that you do here at the Sean team? So I, goodness. What don't you do? I know. Yeah, right? That's a better question. She does it all. I don't do any of your guys' jobs, though. So, No, I've done everything from being Blake's transaction coordinator to property management to helping investors. I did a lot of uh, listing real estate, help buyers, kind of everything with real estate. So that's been really fun. Cool. Yeah, that is awesome. And uh, I... I guess it'll give away our topic for today, but at least tell us a little bit about what you're doing now with the team, talking to us about our fun stuff, and then maybe we can get into all of our topic for today. Yes. So, well, one of the things that I ended up studying to help with property management was bookkeeping and accounting. Mm -hmm. So I went back to school and in my communications class, I had to take uh, a test that helped me to identify my core talents, my innate strengths. And when I took this test, I immediately, it kind of lit a fire in me. And I thought, I am so interested in learning more about this, but I just don't have any time. Mm -hmm. So I set it aside. And then when I was done with school, I went back to studying it and I thought, this is the coolest thing ever. It is so fun to understand yourself better, your natural talents, your natural themes, and how to develop them. I was so lit about it. I went to Blake, I was like, we have to do this. I really wanna to talk to you about it. And just because I was interested in it, just ended up talking to you guys about it. And you were so kind to want to learn about your strengths. And I started coaching people. And this summer, I'm going to get certified to be a Clifton Strengths coach. Nice. And oh. It has been really fun. That is awesome. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So Elise has talked to all of us, right? Yes. About our strengths and going over uh, what we're good at and maybe, and also what we're not good at and developing what, you know, what that could be. I guess that's a little bit further down the road, maybe. No, we can talk about that. Yeah, we can talk about that. So basically, (laughs) uh, basically this Gallup company that they've been around for about a hundred years, they are an information analytics company, information gathering company. And they discovered that they found recurring themes of talent all over the world that could be distilled under 34 sort of umbrellas of, of concepts, themes. 
and they developed a test that measures the intensity of talent within all 34 themes. What they found was that there were more return, there was higher yield, higher return on investing in the top themes. If people poured their energy in getting better at their strengths, they got more out of that than trying to overcome their weaknesses. So this is, it fits under the umbrella of positive psychology. And uh, it, it basically is figure out what you're good at, do more of it, intentionally apply it, and you'll be able to achieve results and accomplish your goals a lot faster. Mm-hmm. So what are some like, I guess I can ask you, what are your strengths? What are just some like I, some uh, um, what's the, examples of strengths just to kind sure. of give? So they have four main domains mm-hmm. where they've divided the the talent themes there are relationship building themes and executing themes things that getting things done uh, strategic thinking themes and influencing themes so what's funny is i don't have any influencing themes like as far as the eye can see i just don't have any of those my top five my top five are strategic input empathy, ideation, and intellection. Mm. So four of those are strategic thinking, and then one of them is a relationship building. So I like to think, and basically, I like to help people solve their problems, and I like to connect with people. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what mine are. Okay, cool. So how has, I guess this will be for everyone, but we'll start with Elise. Other than coaching people on this kind of stuff, how has like recognizing your strengths and pouring into those changed your life? Well, it helped me to identify why I was feeling drained. Mm -hmm. So I love to help Blake because he's been my friend for a long time. And so I went to do this property management. I loved creating the systems for it. I, that was totally in my wheelhouse, figuring out, I, you know, putting it together, the design of the logo, the, de, the design of what we're going to building from the ground up a business and designing it and creating the system. I love that. But when it came to boots on the ground, doing actual property management, it was so hard for me to put one foot in front of the other. And it was so drained. And I, my brain was like, I need Star Wars. I need Harry Potter. I need to escape from what I'm doing right now. And when I took the the test and and realized, I'm like, hey, why am I feeling so drained? Oh, it's because I don't have the executing themes that help people be good at this job. What I was using was my empathy to connect to the tenants to motivate me because I cared about them. Okay, I need to do my job because I need, or I care about Blake and so I need to do this. But as far as like, I didn't get any satisfaction checking the box. That's just not where I get satisfaction. So that was eye-opening for me. It's like, I'm just not cut out for this. Yeah, So yeah. Very interesting. Kalina, what are your strengths? My strengths. And how has it kind of helped you? So my top five, um, probably shocking (laughs) one is empathy positivity restorative woo and developer Mm -hmm. and i do want to kind of piggyback on what she said about being just exhausted and really not knowing why sometimes 
um, it's really first thank you for being willing to do this because not many people get the opportunity to like really dive into their strengths and in, in the workplace. Um, people know, you know, just sometimes have jobs and just do it because they're supposed to do it. Um, and I feel like my number one is empathy and I feel so much all the time, like for people, for, um, projects. I'm just a very passionate person, but in the conversations that we have had, you know, I'm learning that that is draining. If you don't know how to like navigate it, if you don't know why, like, uh, like, I don't know how to explain it, but I just sometimes get too involved, too passionate, too, well, I don't think you can be too passionate, but I do get, just take on the weight sometimes, I think, of other people's problems, their workload, and I, I'm a helper. I want to help people, and I think that you coming in and helping us really navigate and go through these strengths is very helpful because I had no idea like what I you know I just thought I'm just so sensitive Mm. but it's really like empathy like I just feel things and I can tell when people are upset I can feel energy that sounds weird but it's no it's so strong in my blood and it's very draining so it's been really nice to be able to like all right. How are like so I always overthink. I think about things like oh, now they're mad at me or I said the wrong thing. And you've been really helpful in like okay, so what's the real like let's remove everything and like what's the real like feeling and being able to work through it. And we've done a couple of situations and it's just it makes but you have to catch yourself it's something that I think you have to put into practice um I'm a positive number two is positivity I just don't like conflict I don't like feeling but here I am (laughs) that's me (laughs) but yeah and that's why you well it's funny because like your empathy is number one, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, every time you overthink things and text me two hours later yeah. about something, it's always <laughs> about other what other people are feeling, though. Like, it's never about what... Or, like, making sure other people didn't feel some type of way. It's bad. Like, I do. I just I just want to keep peace, too. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ooh, I hope they're, they're okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I hope that their feelings are just fine and everything's fine, which nobody... Half the time, nobody cares. <laughs> but I do overthink, and I'll probably in a little bit be like, oh, I said too much. But <laughs> that's just who I am. But I'm learning to navigate that and learning to navigate people's feelings and what the real, you know, issue or what the real deal is instead mm-hmm. of just trying to take on everything and have all these emotions. Yeah. Rolling around. So with Kalina, she has empathy, number one. And in the language of Clifton strengths basically they have high emotional intelligence so they have the ability to read body language really well almost instantaneously and so they deduce really quickly what a person is thinking 
based on their body language, what they're feeling based on their body language. And you feel like you're sort of this buffer Mm. absorber and trying to help manage the emotions of somebody else. Mm -hmm. So it can really wear on you at times. And then Kalina has positivity. So, so empathy is sort of the thermometer, emotional thermometer of a room that can tell where people are. Whereas positivity is the emotional thermostat where she gets, she has the talent to help elevate the emotions of the room. So those two probably work together a lot. So what are some draining circumstances for you and energizing circumstances for you? I think naturally I'm just such a positive person. Um, I think it's draining when there is a situation and I feel like I have to fix it um, or I have to like make everyone feel good. Like Mm -hmm. I have to, you can't have a bad day. Like life's too short. And I think that does get draining because it's okay. Like in reality, it's okay. People have bad days. I have bad days and I'm not always the happiest. Grace can attest to that, but... (laughs) So I heard, I heard another theme pop up. Did you guys hear another strength of hers pop up? What she just said, she wants to fix things. Mm -hmm. So what theme? Restorative. Restorative. Now, do you guys have restorative also? I have restorative in my six through 10. In six through 10. Mm -hmm. And what does restorative mean for you? Just, um, well, like Kalina said, um, wanting to fix things, but you have like the eye to like, say there's a machine, um, uh, engine. Like you're able to identify what part is messed up and what you need to do to fix it in order to get the engine running again. So I would say something like that. And yeah. that was like, Elise said that to me. So I give it at least credit on that. <laughs> no, I was like, wow, that's Elise, so by the Way, way no. to expose me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's so funny that your restorative is more geared towards like work. Mm-hmm. Yes. Whereas my restorative, I feel, mm-hmm. is geared towards like people and their emotions. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> you guys both like at least in like from my experiences whenever i've having a bad day you guys both maybe it's just because it's me but like you guys treat me the same way and maybe i don't know if that's restorative but like you guys both go about it like you're like nice to me but you also sort of tease me at the same time like i don't know it's funny so it's it's weird that you say that because in my opinion i'm like oh they have the same thing that they treat me the same way when i have a bad day that's interesting yeah i don't know Uh So empathy is a relationship building theme. Positivity is also a relationship building theme. Mm -hmm. Restorative is an executing theme. So when executing themes are engaged, it drives you to do. It drives you to fix, drives you to bring back to life something that is no longer working, which is really cool. And our team leader, Blake, has restorative number one, which explains a lot right he has restorative number one strategic number two so i love to watch those two go in tandem because strategic is a strategic thinking theme so he's constantly going back and forth between recognizing what needs to be fixed and creating the map on how to get there and that Mm -hmm. kind of propels forward Mm -hmm. motion which is really cool so can you guys think of an instance where knowing each other's themes have played into your thoughts or your behaviors 
Yes. Um, so when so when we like I I can give you an example. So and I think I've shared this example with you already, and it, it involves you, Reese. It was in uh, Paso Robles. So this is like when we first started to meet, and then I started to like I started to, I was able to identify. Oh, okay, this strength came out, or this strength came out. Um, so there was a we had picked up a property in Paso Robles, and we were getting close to closing this bowling. And um, we were going to meet with the landscaper. And I have, um, let me pull up my, my strengths are activator, self-assurance, belief, ideation, and achiever. Okay, so, so and, yeah. and so you have no relationship building themes in your top five, right? No. Not that you can't build relationships because you're an mm. amazing friend. Um, but you, yeah, just yeah. for context. So, yeah, so... Um, my, I guess, activator side, or just like my executing side, um, we, we met with the landscaper out in the front yard and the seller comes out and the way my brain works is like, oh crap, I have to go talk to the seller so that he knows what we're doing here or I need to do this. Um, but I was with Blake and the landscaper at that time as I'm like, my brain's going 100 miles per hour. Reese goes and walks up to the seller and starts to talk to him. Mm. And then like, it, it, I didn't realize it then because then um, the following week I had met with you and then I realized that how how important it is to play off of each other's strengths because you have relationship building in yeah. your top five, don't you? Do you have, is communication? No, I don't have any relationship Yes, you do. Woo. Isn't woo? No, uh, I have it in my six through ten. I have three in my six through ten, but my top five. No, I don't have any relationship building. What? No. I have right. communication and woo. Well, you have woo. I think you utilize woo, woo because woo yeah. Um, woo's well, wait. What's what's woo? woo? It's winning woo over is, others or winning others over. Is yes, that what it stands for? in this case, it's the yeah, it's the ability to turn strangers into friends almost immediately. I think that's relationship so building. I think it can. So all of these can. There, there's some overlap yeah, for sure. sure. Yeah. So if you're gonna have a dinner party you need somebody with woo at your table like to help everybody feel more comfortable more relaxed that's me. yeah that's that's you that's me so <laughs> well, at least just said right now uh winning or strange what was what the stranger the woo? stranger woo? Woo. winning people over. winning others over winning yeah others over. so there i am like i'm thinking about okay not that I didn't doubt you or anything, but like, you did, because you did. no, just because my activator side just wants, I wanted to go do an like, activator I to do is it. all about that starting line. Like yeah. the second you see a starting line, mm -hmm. you're all about getting there. So we finished with the landscaper and then I walk in and there you, I walk into the, um, into the house and you have the, the seller who was, and just to give background, the seller was really skeptical with the cell because not with us, but there was another party that kept telling them things that were lies. So right away his guard was up and I walk into the house and then. He's like laughing at your jokes and you guys are getting along super friends. well. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like, <laughs> what's going on? So then the following week I had um, a meeting with Elise and I was like, dude, it clicked. I was like, oh my gosh, like you were playing your strength. Uh, I was playing my strength yeah. with the landscaper. Like it, it was such a cool, um, not thing to witness, but it, yeah, it was cool to witness, but then cool to like identify, oh, this is what happened during that situation. So seeing that, feeling that shift happen... I mean, do you see, I, I know for me, it's like 
I don't just have my top five. I don't just have my top 10 strengths. I have your strengths. I have mm-hmm. your strengths. I have your strengths mm-hmm. available to me as we leverage those together. That's so cool. I was thinking that. that. I like okay. That. I was actually wondering, and maybe this is for another time, but if we could see like, cause I'm between the four of us or five of us with Blake included, like I'm sure we have all 34 at our disposal. For sure, all four domains. Yeah, yeah. But I was wondering, uh, we should like, That'd be pretty we cool. should map yeah. that well, out. Well, what's so oh, we what's to, so you know, fascinating is person. that yeah. you two have the the least likely statistically to have in a top five is command. Mm. That that's just like a really rare one. You yeah. have command in your top no, five. No, I don't. Oh. Well, I don't know why. But I the five. second is self assurance is the least mm-hmm. likely. You have that in your top five, mm. and the third is significance which you have in your top five so that's just fascinating to me that we have the two of you you're like my first two people to work with and you've got the least two out of the three least likely themes in your top five of all things but maybe we should talk about two the other really cool thing what were your thoughts when you realized the likelihood that you'll ever meet anybody with your same top five in the same order do you guys remember the statistics on that? I don't remember the statistic. You said like one in a million, didn't it's you? It's one in 33 million. Damn. One wow, in that's 33 million. Oh, 33. It's 33. one in 260,000 that you'll meet somebody with your same top five in any order. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But to have the same order, it's one in 33 million. That's crazy. Much yeah. less crazy. top 10 or all 34, right? Yeah. So you're unique. It's like your own thumbprint. Go us. Your own fingerprint. Oof. Yeah. Of personality. Yes. What What are your top? What are your other? What are your other strengths? Yeah. What are your strengths? So number one is my number one is activator. Okay, activator. Number two, and then these are in order, I, I believe. Uh, my number two is self assurance. Number three is belief. Four is ideation. Five is achiever. Six is contacts. Um, seven is restorative. Eight is arranger, and then nine is futuristic. Where's my you have futuristic in your top 10? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. He has... That's rad. I love contrasting I these themes nice. to understand them better. Yes, you have futuristic yeah. number one, number yeah? Number one, yeah. And he has number 10. Yeah. He also has context. So describe what futuristic is like for you. Futuristic. Reese. It's like... um, It's like the uh, ability to cast a vision. You see it, You right? see it, and you see it so clearly... Um, and like you get really excited about it and want to tell everybody about it. Is it almost like being a, I know this is the wrong context, but being a dreamer. Yes, that's exactly. I think uh, from my perspective, yes, you have this whole vision and it's just, but, but but the, and the thing that like they outline, cause I got the Clifton's for leaders. So like the thing that it outlines in it is like how it can lead to your downfall is if you don't communicate the steps to get there. So uh, like, it's a great example of like when you call someone a dreamer because dreamers typically they have this, all these great ideas, right? But then they no just action. sit in them. Like they sit in them and they see, oh, it'd be great to do this, but they don't like take the steps leading forward to it. So who's your partner then? This Who, fool. Yeah. <laughs> because why he's got activator. activator. Yeah. And that's so cool. That's why you guys are phenomenal pairing. Like, really? <laughs> yes. 
it's incredible. It's yeah. so fun for me to watch. It, so, because you said futuristic, you got a plan and stuff. So, I think I shared this with you I, when we had met. Because um, since futuristic is your number one, there was a we had finished having lunch with someone uh, in the real, in this in the Central Valley who's big time real estate investor, and just gave us some like ideas and stuff. And then Reese is always thinking about, dude, we should do this, we should do that. Let's do this, let's do that. And like one day he came to the office and he's like. Hey, we need to sit down with Blake and we need to write down our, I think you said three year goals, five year goals, 10 year goals. Three, five, and 20. Three, five, and 20. And like, it was cool to see that. That was the best day. Yeah, that was cool to see. I love that day. And I can see how Blake would be such a great partner for you because he does have that strategic. So, strategic is kind of like, say you dumped a 2,000 piece puzzle on the table, but you didn't have the picture person with strategic can look at those pieces and tell you what it's supposed to look well, like and it's cool because like you talked about the combination of restorative and strategic and i feel like he's able to do that with like yes. the goal setting too because like i knew that like so he's and, a good filter yeah he's a great filter because like i we we did it t- t- together mm-hmm. like just us two up in the office and it was like super it was a good it was yeah. really good right and i was just like laying stuff out but it was just like Blech, kind of mm-hmm. all thrown mm-hmm. up on the board right and then when we got to meet with blake he was like he organized he it all. organized yeah. it all but he did it like exactly how i was thinking yeah. it. that's cool like he yes. just laid it out i was like and i hadn't even told him and i was like dude it's so fun like, to watch when he yeah. gets in that mo- like so now since i've studied this and i've known blake for such a long time i can tell which hat he's wearing yeah, he just by how he's out. moving yeah, yeah. like so i can tell when he's like figuring things out mm-hmm. and when it's restorative mode and he's got positivity too like he's got some really great themes mm-hmm. he actually has all four d- domains in his top five mm-hmm. which is I think that's, that's awesome. what makes him a great leader because yeah. he's got the relationship building and you know the other things too. Yeah. So that is so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's have, exciting. Have you said your top five already? No, I didn't. Yeah. Or your um, top five? My, I'm gonna say my ten because I can. Okay. Um, <laughs> my first one's futuristic, like I said, and then my second is woo, um, and then communication, significance, consistency, positivity, competition, includer, connectedness, and focus. Yeah. I see competition. Just a little bit, huh? Yeah. Where's focus at? <laughs> That's the thing I told Elise. I was like, when I, I can focus when I need yeah. to, and right. I can get it done. But it's definitely. My I'm just teasing. 10. Just teasing. No, I no. This is a real thing. I told her, I was like, yeah, but it's definitely not my strongest. Oh, strength. I think it's like, like <laughs> 22 for me. It's yeah. probably like 35. Don't even for worry. Me. <laughs> so just so people have an idea, your top five themes are your dominant themes and they're so wired into you that you it's like breathing you don't even really you can't help but operate in these themes and sometimes the analogy we use is a fish is the last to discover water because they're Mm -hmm. just in it Mm -hmm. all the time right you just can't help it so we we learn to develop awareness Mm -hmm. little by little of when you're wearing that hat the different hat Mm -hmm. different theme six through ten are also strong themes for you, but they're used a little bit more intentionally. So I have found when I'm using my supportive themes, it's kind of more satisfying in a way. It's like, I'm intentionally using this. I can tell, like for me, I've got relator. I've got deliberative. Mm. Deliberative is the only executing theme I have in my top 10. And that's the slow one. It's 
you stop and you risk management. It's like you're weighing the pros and cons. Mm. And I find that I pull back into that one when I need to, Mm. but it's not dominant for me. I can choose to use it or not. So anyway, when you Mm. guys are listening, just so people know your six through 10 are supportive themes and they're more intentional. Do you find that's kind of fun to use them? Mm -hmm. This, like, I really enjoyed the top five but like this whole thing unlocked for me when I got to six through 10. Totally. Because it's like more, like my five, I feel like when I read my five, I was like, yeah, those make sense. Yeah. Like I totally get that. And then the six through 10 was like, they make sense, but they're also like, oh, frick, yeah. it's game time. Yeah, like thing, you're you know? more well, you feel more well, well-rounded yeah. Yeah. when you read those. Do you yeah. think, oh, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, I agree because I have context as number six. And then whenever I make a decision that's like similar to decisions I've made in the past, context is like um, making or just, it's like, it's almost like history in a way, right? Yeah, you you have, a, your frame of reference mm-hmm. is from past experiences. Mm-hmm. So you're making decisions, you're thinking through things with that lens of what's historically occurred. But you have futuristic also, which mm-hmm. is so interesting. So you can future cast and with the awareness of like factoring yeah. in the context, which can is I ask really you a question? cool. Yeah. Do I have to stop you from using context sometimes? Like when, yes. you, when you're overusing it? Yeah. It probably tethers him a bit, huh? Yeah. It drives me crazy. <laughs> Not crazy in a bad way, but, but, but. Like there's times when you like think about something that you've gone through. I'm like, okay, we don't have to worry about that right now. Yeah. yeah, Oh, it's like a heat check. Yeah. yeah, There are times. uh, um, Yes, you do stop me a lot, but I will say you have helped me utilize my futuristic strength more. Um, So yeah. Yeah. Gang. Gang, gang. So question, like, so how we were talking about how it's very draining, like to have like empathy in our like do you feel drained with what yours for you yeah with with your top strengths like is there something that you feel like one of your guys's strengths that maybe like drives you a little crazy sometimes yes. like you need a you need an outlet like <laughs> i either of you because i'm just curious because empathy for me is so draining like sometimes i have to go home and just shut my brain off and pretend like I'm somewhere else, like read a book or something. I don't know if there's like something like that for you and your yes. top. Um, but. I would say that, um, I don't know. I feel like that's not just me though. I feel like everyone just like, you've just like exerted a lot of energy talking to people or mm-hmm. like connecting with people. And so you just have to like reset. Right. So that would be my answer would be, cause I have communication there. Right. So like, I feel like, but I feel like that's everyone. You just kind of need to step back for a while, a little and do a little reset. Yeah. My strength that is training is probably activator because I like to do, 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 do. Like I was talking to Lisa one time that, uh, we went to Folsom and, uh, bless you. Prison. Caleb sneezed everyone just for reference. (laughs) Bless you. Um, (laughs) we went to Folsom to go drop off a check and like we were doing something that we needed to do to close a deal, but it was a three hour or six hour car drive. And I felt like we did absolutely nothing, but what we did was extremely important. Right. And we it drives top golf. Yeah. have to share that. We also <laughs> went to uh yeah, top golf. Um, <laughs> but because I, I like to do, 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 do that. It drives me insane when like I, it's draining when I can't or, or then even when I, even when I like, and doing a lot of things, it is draining, obviously, physically and right. mentally. But um, 
is it is that a blind is that like a so, blind spot so i will say basically. okay so every theme your oh, yeah. your strengths if they don't get to engage mm-hmm. they get restless and mm-hmm. it feels draining mm-hmm. so so here's this is like the textbook which you almost quoted it it says for activator this is situations that are soul sucking for activator waiting around for projects or people to start what you've been talking about wasting time when you could be getting things off the ground yeah yeah so let's see that's good um your number one is futuristic Futuristic, let's hear what's draining for a person an environment stuck in the past contentment with status quo like not uh, so being an environment if you worked at a place where they were not interested in change Mm. not interested in growth or or new ideas that's all we do here that's all yeah (laughs) 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 good things though good not not in a negative way so having so it's not a weakness per se it's when you're having to restrain what you're naturally good at you don't have the opportunity to flex it you don't have the opportunity to exercise it it's like it's it feels restless mm-hmm. it's like yeah. if i weren't able to do push-ups every day no. so con like contrasting yeah totally <laughs> contrasting that if you are stuck in a situation where you have to use a strength a theme that's not very high for you that's where it's truly draining like mm. mentally emotionally yeah when you're just not designed for that because okay so mine I, would that, be activator mine it's is focus bottom. for sure because focus <laughs> wait are you saying it in your bottom 10 or you're like bottom 34 that's when you get drained y- bottom 10 15. okay yeah oh, that's okay. what i was gonna say because like when i use focus a lot it brings me joy like it fills me up um like when i have a checklist of stuff to do and i check the checklist off yeah it brings me joy to get that done but i'm exhausted yeah yeah I yeah i feel like we're similar in that area i'm curious i'm my own person shoes Gosh. on my feet i bought them hey should we oh yeah okay so kalina Woo. has not yet oh yes yeah. discovered least... yeah anything beyond her one through five and we just got it and she doesn't know what they are i'm nervous okay so her top five as she knows are empathy don't look positivity restorative woo she's such a great friend maker and developer which i Mm. love developer about her because Mm. she invests in the growth of other people and i love that yes she does let's hear what six through ten are oh snap belief which is an executing theme. Mm. I love belief. I feel like it's a fire lit in people and it propels them to move. Yep. Number seven, arranger. Arranger, that's the talent for taking what's there and arranging it in the best way possible or rearranging, rearranging too. Mm-hmm. I not see ne- that. Not necessarily coming up with new, but taking what's there and making it work a better. Responsibility. Oh, really? You are yes. responsible, aren't you? Includer, which mm. I love. Oh, about I, I do. I, I do. Communication. I have that too. I have that one too. So that's her top 10. That's fun. Is, your, is Includer nine or eight? Nine. Oh, I have Includer eight. So in your top 10, you have four executing themes. Wow. Nice. And you have four relationship building themes and two influencing themes, which are really fun. And no strategic 
thinking no anywhere right. on and the list. What? And that's okay <laughs> because that's when you partner, right? Yeah. Like I don't have any of the executing themes, so mm. I'm good at coming up with a system and handing it to somebody mm. doing the, the figuring out part. Do you want to know what your bottom, hard your me. number 34? I would love to. What do you think? You did your 34? She had 34. Yeah, I want to nice. do, do it too. Okay, number 34, individualization. What does that mean? Individualization is fair means custom tailoring it for a person versus consistency, which says fair is the same for everybody. Where's consistency for her? If that's her bottom. 19. Interesting. So it's a supportive theme okay. for her. Uh, number 33. Focus. <laughs> I told you guys. That's like the worst. I, I feel like focus, now that we're talking about it, like exerts a lot of energy totally. from me. And it's not fun. So no. that's how you can really tell if it's it's not a strength is like you get it done and you're sad. Mm. I you think like, anybody could tell me that focus <laughs> is not my, not my strength. I'm glad you guys have it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So this is what I recommend doing. Okay. You get your Clifton Strengths 34 report. You start at the bottom. You read the description and you're like, no, this is not me whatsoever, ever. Like, I'm just not that. And you go one by one and you'll get to one, maybe like around 26. And you might be like, eh, maybe. Yeah, I can see What's that. 26? Sometimes. So we can see yeah, and, and you're like, yeah, 25, 24, uh-huh. And then you're like, oh, no, yeah, I like that one. I remember when I used this one. So she's got futuristic number 20. That's a supportive mm -hmm. theme likely for you. Ideation. So you've got a lot of strategic themes in your supportive themes. So that means that you can intentionally use them. Hmm. So number 13 is input, which don't you see that for her? She is our marketing person. She creates systems. Mm -hmm. So input is all about creating systems mm -hmm. that make work happen better. Mm. That's so interesting. So that like interesting. what you're saying is like my top are just like so much fun and then so much fun <laughs> and then like I can get to work when I need to. Absolutely. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> okay. Woo. Yeah, I got woo. I, actually, that is completely true. That's like how I would look at it. Mm -hmm. Like you are your people's initial interaction with you is fun, warm. You're my new best friend. Oh, and I like then that. six through ten is okay. Now I gotta get my work done. I only mm -hmm. have an hour left after we've been talking all day. <laughs> wow. I feel like that is part of like I feel like that. Yeah. Because there are times you're like we're all having fun. You're like okay, I need to get to work, guys. Yeah. Oh, I do. And then I'll put my headphones on. And sometimes she does. <laughs> but I but I have noticed like so I like I mean, Reese is really friendly and stuff, but I like having conversations with Lewis because I feel like it's a little bit more mm -hmm. to pull out. Like just you like, don't like having conversations. No, no, no. <laughs> you're just easy to talk to. <laughs> no, like you're No, you're so easy to talk to. And I feel like we recently, since he moved in the office, I've had more conversations with you. Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel like it's a little bit more not saying this in a bad way, but more like work not work like work. Yeah, I'd say so. Try to have effort. like more effort. Mm -hmm. But I feel like Well, Reese is more transparent. Out. Yes. Not uh, in yeah. a bad way. No, I, yeah. I'm, you, I'm sh good. you shine that light. Like, True. here oh, I yeah. am. And then. Here I am, Lord, send me. Yep. <laughs> but I love it. And it's, but you can tell, like, that's not in his 
top five. You mm-hmm. made it sound so negative. I know. I don't mean it in a negative <laughs> way, <laughs> though. But it's... Say, well, Reese is great, but Louise, I was... <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just your. No, I communicate. My my uh, no, I don't know. Does that relate to it? No, never mind. Sorry. Hey, can we talk about raw and mature themes? Yes. Oh yeah, it's That'd be awesome. So the raw form. So you get this report, and you have your themes, and there are really great resources to help you to see. This is what a theme looks like when it's mature, when it's developed. This is what it looks like when it's not. And I think the funniest thing is I had my kids take it totally eye-opening for me as a parent. I have loved knowing what my kids' themes are. It's been really great because it's almost like they're so unique and it gives them permission to be them. And I don't feel like I need to change any of those things. I don't know. As a parent, it's been helpful. So I sat down with my 15-year-old, Abby. She's got restorative number one. She has woo. She has communication. Mm. I can't remember her other ones. But what was funny is we're going through raw and mature. It's like communication. Raw is you get in trouble for talking a lot. She's like, oh, yeah, totally. All the time. Every class. (laughs) I'm always talking. I'm always in trouble. And then restorative. Restorative when it's mature. I love it because you have the eye for what's broken and you know how to fix it and it motivates you to do when it's raw, you have an eye for what's broken, but no desire whatsoever to do anything about it. And she's like, yeah, that's totally me. So she just complains all the time. And I'm like, it gave me, it gave me patience with her. I'm like, no, she's not just negative. She's just raw form of restorative. She's going to be powerhouse individual someday. I love how she, um, she changes culture like she changes things she has an eye for what's broken even in like social circumstances she's like nope i'm gonna make it better and i like love that i love that i can see like the potential of what my kids are gonna be Mm -hmm. it's like this little sneak peek this is what the mature form of them will look like Mm -hmm. you know yeah that's that's really so it's like is there how do you find out what it like where did you see the raw and mature or is that just you have a book or something i have yeah i've got a lot of there's tons of resources online clifton strengths man they are such a vast library Mm -hmm. of reports documentaries documents videos podcasts they just a wealth of information so yeah that's cool Mm -hmm. very cool um, I do have a question. I don't sure. know if it's off topic. Maybe it's on the same topic. But have you guys, um, have you guys practiced strength spotting in other people? I'm not good at it. No, I know. Like, I can see your. Well, so is it like you just see someone you don't know, and you're just like, oh yeah, they have the strength. Is that what you're? Yeah, you're to? like, oh okay, they're using okay. ideation. Or yeah, like, no, yeah, I can't no. do that. But I can see like you. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, he's doing that. But not like a stranger. And that's where it starts. Mm -hmm. So if you get familiar just one strength at a time, then when you're out and you meet somebody, can you see the value of even in a work scenario, like a a real estate scenario, you're meeting a new client, you're meeting a a new seller or whoever, Mm -hmm. and you can tell within the first 10 seconds, this Mm -hmm. guy either doesn't have relationship building themes high or he does, or this guy is totally communication or whatever. It kind of gives you some understanding of how to communicate Mm -hmm. with them. Right. I feel like I can probably see the, um, these four, 
like what what strengths they're heavier in, whether they're heavy in executing, influencing relationship building and strategic thinking. I could yeah. probably do that. I have a book about communicating for the domains. I use that. I actually kind of figured that one out in my marriage because my husband has, he leads with executing and I lead with strategic thinking and relationship building. And I had, to, I figured out kind of early on, I don't need a big story to tell him. Mm-hmm. I need, I need to get to the nitty gritty, the clearest steps. This is what we need to do. And otherwise it's frustrating for him. And then other people, I can't talk like that with them. I need to ease into it, give context, um, give a story or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it really is helpful. Yeah. Okay. I, um, strength spotting, I feel like I've gotten a lot better at it and it, I utilized it when we walked the, uh, the 10, uh, flex that we have in escrow. So we, we walked, uh, the 10 units that we have in escrow and I was getting nervous because we had to go into everyone's, um, unit and even though they agreed to let us in, it just, Sometimes it just feels a little off because you're, you know, you're going into their place and looking at it and you just care about how they mm-hmm. feel, right? So the property manager, um, I sensed that she had one empathy because she allowed us to go in. Mm. And then also, I feel like she had a little bit of woo in her because the minute she felt like she could trust us, because so um, I don't know if this is a strength, but like adaptation i feel like i can adapt like if you're feeling something i can adaptability yeah I can, is I, a strength. Is that a strength let's see what he's got so that... I, I was yeah so i feel like i could i was at like mirroring her energy and stuff oh, okay which really helped but i but i sense that i if she i think and maybe i could be wrong but i think she had empathy and boo um because she um for every unit Remember, she introduced everyone, and everyone was super cool about us going in there. Mm-hmm. We we got everyone gift cards afterwards. So throw it out. Yeah, but we were like, nice about it. Huh? You said we were nice about yeah, it. Yeah, we were nice about it. But yeah, like even just situations like that, it's been it's been extremely helpful because I feel like back then, if I didn't know about this stuff, all I would think about is okay, I got to get in, get out, take as many pictures as I can, take as many videos as I can, and then uh, like that's yeah. it. Yeah. Versus like it was more intentional. Like we were asking questions. Oh, hey. Oh, is that a pool in the back? Does, does everyone go back there? Or tell us, you know, she told us about her life and how long mm-hmm. she's been there. Like, it was, it was really cool. Oh, that's so. a clue right there. If yeah. she's telling you stories, she probably has communication. Yeah. Hi. Communication, they're storytellers. Yeah. That's me. I storytell all the time. You get at telling stories. Mm-hmm. Mm. Get the heck yeah. out of here. <laughs> <laughs> of yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love that you're able to do that. So uh, strength spotting is yeah, fantastic. That was that was cool. I don't think I'm very good at it. Um, but I haven't I don't think I've really tried. Sometimes I just think, oh, that person doesn't want to talk or they have like a I don't know. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. So what would be some of since you are high empathy so you read body language yes what do you think body language of somebody who's more of a strategic thinking domain person what would be some of their body language resting face resting face honestly (laughs) that's true they're in just kidding don't answer okay (laughs) they're inter they're internal right they're almost like looking at and that's mean to say but i really feel like some people just they they don't have 
like emotion on the outside mm. and it's you can i can pick on it pick up on it very like quickly and some people just know but it's and then even when they talk it's just like mm, okay well can you this not talk anymore <laughs> <laughs> this might be a little hard to pull well, stuff you know, that out, is but... the interesting thing about high, a lot of strategic thinking don't they don't require another person and outside anything to operate fully versus a relationship building theme requires another person executing tends to be like external energy there's like more energy happening whereas um yeah thinking is just all internal that makes mm. sense yeah and well this is good because i don't really think about it too terribly much like strength spotting and other people but now that we're kind of getting into it it's like okay that's just not their strength like they're in their top five yeah maybe like if a person has a lot of relationship building themes do you notice if somebody does like they have this kind of from the center of them an energy that Mm -hmm. wants to like reach out and Mm -hmm. connect with you hug you yeah Yeah. like even just their energy is like looking for you do you know what i'm saying yes absolutely so maybe maybe start with one one domain one theme one theme a week Mm -hmm. one domain a week you know build little by little and what would the value of that be do you think for you i think uh you said patience with your kids i think that that would help a lot i mean maybe not with the raw and mature but i guess adults but patience with people diff- yeah, yeah patience with people instead of just wanting to slap them because they're acting silly mm-hmm. um <laughs> but yeah i think patience you know we have this the two great commandments right mm-hmm. which are what Love Love God God and love others. And love others. We have this commandment to love other people, which is hard to do. And the beautiful thing that I have discovered, if you learn to love all 34 themes, whether they're dominant in you or not, if you love all of them, then when you spot that theme in someone else, you you automatically love that aspect, that gift, in that person that God gave them. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like this bridge to love other people. I just, yeah. I think it's, for me, that's been a really cool yeah. experience. Okay. I've experienced that. Yeah. Can I ask so you someone question? you might struggle with. Can I ask you a question? Sure. You've seen Marvel movies, right? Yes. Have you watched all of them? I think so. Have you seen Infinity War? Yeah. Okay. So what do you think Thanos's top five strengths would be? Oh, so fascinating. I know this sounds crazy. Belief, number one. So belief is an executing theme and it drives a person to move forward. And it is that fire lit. It is their purpose. Like they don't move outside of that. I think he has relator really high because relator is a relationship building theme, but it's selective. It's they choose it's kind of a one person at a time connection and he has that with his daughter right Mm -hmm. i think he has that i think he's got potentially restorative high because he's trying to fix the problem with the universe and this is his way of doing it and he has futuristic that's his vision Mm -hmm. i don't know what do you think 
I don't know, but I really appreciate that you're just able to name those. Right, off, I was is, just that thinking was that. Like, <laughs> I was like, that was really good, dude. Yeah. It's not like you were just throwing them out, like you had good. No, I, re- I, I really think. Well, because here's this like. Okay. Go oh. Ahead. Okay, so I think the fascinating thing about the character of Thanos is that, I mean, he's got this vision and work and purpose to destroy half the universe, but he loves his daughter. Mm-hmm. And that, like, take away all of the negative side to him. He is like a re- he loves that that girl. And I mean, I've never really thought about it till right now. But yeah, I would I would yeah. peg him as relator number three. That was his movie. Like he was the main character of that movie for. And sure. now I have an idea because I have ideation number four mm-hmm. of t-shirts that have characters on them and what their top five would that be. That would be awesome. Yeah. And so if you happen to match that character, then you could, like, that would be your shirt. Like, what would Jesus's be? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I've done this deep dive. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Okay, I think God, God the Father, has futuristic super I was going to say futuristic. I'm a little bit biased because it's my number one. No, Ooh. he's like, but, let me show you what I can do. Yeah. Let me show you what my vision is. Like, yeah. I totally think he's futuristic, super high. But I have been studying him with empathy because I have empathy high like Kalina does. And I'm telling you, it's debilitating sometimes. Like, it, it, you, you need to escape it. It's, mm-hmm. we, we dissociate, we disconnect from our, we want to disconnect from our bodies sometime mm-hmm. because we can't help but feel the negative emotions that other people are having. I am fascinated by the savior's ability to stay in it Mm -hmm. as long as the other person is Mm. he does not avoid he does not dissociate he does not dismiss the emotions that other people are experiencing he stays in it with them and then he's got restorative really high so he knows how to fix it i think he's even there when i think he's still like that when they're not in it yeah yeah for sure, but like I'm thinking about moments where I disconnect, yeah, where I've got a threshold. I can only handle so much, right? And then I'm out, and then he's like, "Nope, I'm gonna stay until I fix this mm-hmm. with you." Like Lazarus, and the five thousand. He was already he was already mourning the loss of John the Baptist. He was already experiencing his own emotions. And yet he stayed with the people. He healed the people. He stayed with it. I just think his tenacity to to not ever dissociate from his own body, like that's an incredible mm. ability. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. So do you think, maybe going off a little bit, <clears throat> but like I'm interesting, interested to see what my husbands are because we are complete opposites. I can tell you he's high in strategic thinking. I I believe that. And I'm just curious, like, do you just opposites? opposites Have him take the test. You know what? Okay, so my number 34 is consistency. That's like my husband's number one. And at first, that made me sad. Mm -hmm. I was like, we are so different. But I, because I love all 34 themes, I, 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 it changed the way I looked at him. Like, no, this is a resource now for me that I did not have before. Mm-hmm. I can delegate all of the tasks, all the aspects of our family life that require consistency. I have trust and assurance. He's going to do a great job with that. That's good. You know? Mm-hmm. So it, 
it, it kind of just expands your talents. Yeah. It's, it's yours and his together as a family because now your family team, these are your these are your resources. Like Carson, my son, my youngest, guess what? Woo, very high for him. Significance, very high for him. And now that's a family resource that we have. Mm-hmm. He's the person I put... Because I have a lot of awkward people in my family, me being one of them. So when we have new people, I always feel assured that he's always going to make the stranger feel welcome. Mm. I like that. That's cool. I love it. Yeah. There was a 50-50 chance right there. I thought you were going to say, what do you think Taylor Swift's top five are? <laughs> I did I not. I did think you were going to say that. I was what like, do you think? I wasn't even going to bring up Taylor Swift. What Swift's do you think? think Taylor yeah. Swift's top five are? Oof. She's um, I mean, a go-getter. Connectedness. She connects with a lot of guys, right? Stop <laughs> oh my it. gosh. So connectedness is not necessarily that. Connectedness <laughs> connectedness is the ability to see relationship between all things, okay. like spirituality yeah. or having like a bird's eye view and seeing patterns. Mm-hmm. But you have self-assurance really high, yeah? Mm-hmm. And what does that mean for you? How does that show up for you? Um, I haven't put a lot of thought into self-assurance. Can you remind me what self-assurance means? Sure. So self-assurance is inner courage mm-hmm. to move forward with your idea. You don't necessarily need validation or confirmation from outside sources. You have that within yourself. Once Once you have that idea, you have that inner courage to move forward with it. Okay, so I, I can answer that. So my self-assurance, I notice, comes out when my self-assurance is correlated with my belief. Yes. And there might be statistics where those two tend to mm-hmm. go together. But I've noticed that, it, like, the way you described it, when I'm in that state, it, it has, to, it, it, like, I feel like my belief is coming out as well, too. Like, this is what I believe in. This is, I know it's going to work. This is how, it's, uh, how it has to be like that. I think that you work with that with Activator too. Yeah. Like. Activator gets him going. Like. Gets it started um, faster maybe. Like when someone tells you something different. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, watch. Like you believe it and you believe that you're right. And mm-hmm. then you do it because you're like, well, watch me. And who does mm-hmm. that sound like? What? Taylor Swift. <laughs> I'm Taylor Swift. You are Taylor Swift. <laughs> I mean. Right? I mean, think I about it. About she's got to so be pretty know. high in self-assurance because think about all of the garbage that she's been handed. She's True. like, nope. Like I'm, st- I'm still, this is my, this is me. I'm moving forward, right? Yeah. I'm doing. I don't know. I think she would have to have self-assurance pretty high. I feel like to be a celebrity, you probably, like in general, because there's, I mean, Others have it worse yeah, than some but people have how it worse she than handles sure. it versus how other people handle True. it. She's she's got a lot of poise. Yeah. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's just That's a go getter. Like, I should ask she, her just what her top five are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was thinking about calling her. Oh, you just her. saw her a couple months, like last month. You I should, like, I should have asked, you should her, ask huh? her. Yeah. So since Taylor, we're all hey Taylor, what are your top five strengths? Like that's the poster. What are your top five lifting strengths? So I wasn't gonna. I for the record, I was not gonna bring up Taylor Swift on this podcast. You. I did it for you. <laughs> I mean, uh, 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 since we brought up Taylor Swift and we're all, you got to choose Thanos, and I, I had someone in mind, and I was like, oh, do it. Who is it? Yeah, yeah, tell me. Um, and I'm kind of embarrassed, but what would you? Have you guys seen Nacho Libre? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love. 
<laughs> okay, but which character? Uh, Nacho. Nacho Libre. Okay, Nacho? what do you think? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's top five. Um, Achiever. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. I picked a serious character. No, he no, I love, I love oh, Nacho This Libre. is good. What is he? What is what is that? Uh, this is I how you can self. All the orphans. Come again. <laughs> <laughs> um, achiever. Yeah. Uh, belief. Activator, because like even though he was wrestling, it was frowned upon. He was like, "I'm doing it for a good cause." I think significance is thrown in there too. Yeah, significance. Tell me about significance. Oh, like I'm, yeah, yeah. Um, significance is. Um, I feel like. Um, it's an influencing. It's theme. an influencing theme, which means like, getting people on board with your yeah, idea. Yeah, you tell people about it, and I feel like um, Darth Sidious from Star Wars had high, um, high significance, the Emperor Palpatine. But anyway. Um, why is that? He was just convincing. Like when he talked to people, like I felt like he was able to Persuade. both as Emperor Palpatine and as Sidious, like he was able to like win people to his side. I think that was strategic talking. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Probably. So significance is all about impact. People oh. who have this influencing theme of significance. He probably did too. Mm -hmm. They, they need to be seen. They, they get, enjoy they get joy and just a sense of of self from being on stage from from getting positive feedback from people and i think it is a really powerful strength to have because it does create impact without it things would not happen so nacho libre mm. i i really think significance was a big one for him because he needed that, like, he needed to be seen. Mm -hmm. You know, like, the guys that had the fancy clothes mm -hmm. and free creams and lotions. <laughs> oh, my God. I think about the point where he says, do you remember that one time? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> when the whole crowd was screaming my name. Yes, and then, it's and then significant. I used my strength and ripped my blouse. Yes. Yeah, then Escalado walks in. He's like, yeah, then they knocked you unconscious, <laughs> all right? All right. <laughs> Oh, okay. belief. Totally Weird fact. I've never seen Nacho oh, Libre. Oh, really? <laughs> really? That's happening. Yeah, That's happening. We, should, we need to see, like right yeah, now. Need to see that. I know. But, I've been told that before. Okay, but belief. Because what does he do? He believes that God is the way to win. And to the point where he forces Stephen to get baptized. Mm -hmm. yeah. Have you not been baptized? Right? And belief where he trusted that that eagle would show up. Mm -hmm. The magical powers. Yeah. Yes. The eagle egg. Come to me. Come to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, we gotta watch it. Yeah. That's happening. Okay, one more theme for Nacho mm. Libre, though. Like, there's got to be. So we have significance, belief, act, belief, activator. Oh yeah, achiever. we said. Uh, oh yeah, you said it. I told. Yep. Yeah, we know, well, one more. It would be five, right? Or is that mm -hmm. five? I think that's good enough. Yeah, that's good. Four. That's good. You got it. Okay, Kalina, who's yeah. your character? We we did Jesus. We did Jesus. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That was really character. fun. We Jesus really covered the gamut. We really did. did. We not? Thanos, Nacho, Jesus. Yeah. Taylor Swift. Have you, have you, have you chosen a character? Took character. Know. I don't know. 
Let's pick a cartoon. Okay. SpongeBob. Mm. Oh. Can't help you on this. I've never watched it. Really? Yeah, I've never watched SpongeBob. Oh, then let's not do that one. Mm, sorry. I don't know. Yeah, let's go with it. You guys can do it. I'll just really no. never watch it. No, I'll just chip in sometimes. I, I mean, he's yellow, know. so that's got to speak for something. I just don't know how realistic of a character this one would would be to do. Because he's a sponge. Yeah. Mm. Well, if I pick one, let's pick one theme. I would say Includer. Mm. Oh, yeah. Includer just has this awareness. They have this sixth sense of people on the fringes, and they just. They hate people being excluded, mm-hmm. and they love to bring everybody in. And I think he had a special yeah. talent for that. Nobody was outside the reach of SpongeBob. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, Caleb's telling us to wrap it up. All right. So, lyrical royale. Woo! My favorite Woo! part. All right, Elise. I don't e- even know. Elise. I don't. Elise. I don't know what this is. All right. So this is what we do. We just basically read off lyrics that um, speak to us, or maybe they don't. Maybe it's just a lyric. Um, maybe it represents you, maybe it doesn't, but it could just be a... You just say them? You just say it. Okay, you start. uh, No, I want to go last. Kalina, why don't you go first, because you've already participated. Or do you want me to go first? I can go first. Okay, go first. So today I have... It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. (laughs) Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. Weekend. Friday, Friday. Getting down on Friday. Everyone's looking forward to the weekend. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I think I know who that is. <laughs> Why are you laughing? That was a great song like back when I was in fifth grade. It was never a good song. Oh. I <laughs> who sing, who sings it? It's Friday, Friday. Friday. Yeah. Okay. I don't like it. All right. It's Friday. Do you want to go first? Do you want to go next? Or do you want to go next? I to think Elise? Luis should go. Okay, Luis, go. Um, this lyric... Um, as a reference to how this week has been going. Okay. It's, it's been a great week. So it goes. So it's um uh, it's by Nas. Not Nas, my bad. Wow, I really butchered that. It's by Nas. <clears throat> and it goes, I shoot slugs from my brain just like a rifle. Oh, that's deep. What? <laughs> that's what it, it says right there. Say it one more time. I shoot slugs from my brain just like a rifle. So he's got really powerful thoughts. Yeah, I'll let, I'll let you think about that. That was a dang. That was a good one. I hope you know that slug. It doesn't mean you're talking about. No. Okay, there's a there's a bullet. Yeah, that's bullet. Yeah. Oh, that's Big not as entertaining bullet. as the, that's not <laughs> as entertaining of a picture in my brain as the slugs coming oh, out slugs. of a guy's head. Okay, hold on. I have like a. a I feel thing. like I'm gonna get made fun of because I said nass, but it's not. <laughs> Yeah. He was weird. I'm gonna make fun of you for even bringing him up. Um, Say NASA your business. Huh? <laughs> okay, mine is from. I've done this. This is the third lyric from the same song that I've done, but it's just full of good ones. Are ever gonna choose a new song? No, okay. I've done different songs, but no. this is just the third one specifically. Um, Drake says it naturally. My favorite guy, and says, "If you ain't been a part of it." At least you got to witness. Mm. What does that mean? It's pretty self-explanatory. Significance happening right now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. By who? You. Me? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Haven't you emailed me? I think. Did I, I think no, you I did? Not. Yeah. Did I really? Last week you 
That's embarrassing. That's why you got to choose no, another song. I didn't do no because last week I did Tennessee Orange. Yeah, no, you did. did oh, you did do Tennessee yeah. Orange. Frick. Nobody else. That's embarrassing. I heard it recently while I was okay, then I'll <laughs> do a different one. I have a few written down. This one's also by Drake. He goes like, it's a different song. <laughs> Grab the top spot like Pardon My Reach. You've done that one as well. No, I have not done that one. That I have not uh, done that one. No. Do you want me to say it one more time? Okay. Grab the top spot like Pardon My Reach. Like... I'm about to be more famous than you, so sorry. Significance. Yep. Boom. Boom. Okay, mine comes from a song. I was driving to Tulare, driving to work last year. Kira shared a Spotify song with me, and I'm like, okay, I'll listen to it. I was bawling my eyes out before I got to work and had to like get it together. And she graduates next week. So the lyrics come from that song. And it's, in case you don't live forever... Let me tell you now, I love you more than you can ever wrap your head around. In case you don't live forever, let me tell you the truth. I'm everything that I am because of you. Oh, that's cool. That was beautiful. That's awesome. And your daughter sent it. That's just... So every time I... And I've been thinking about that song because she graduates soon. I'm glad that you went last. Yeah, Me too. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Mine was very thoughtful. It was thoughtful. Ours both of ours were yeah, <laughs> well it's, it's been such a pleasure it's yeah it's such Thanks, an honor guys. to have so you fun. and the fact that you are passionate about just developing each of us is i love you guys so fun right, we love you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you guys are great yeah all right you're great thank you you're great too you're great too Ooh. all right well let's do it until next time on episode seven this is the not so real estate podcast see you next week see you next week That's a wrap. That was good. You did so good.